With the Environment in Focus, I'm Tom Pelton. Driven in part by the coronavirus recession and reductions in driving and airplane travel, the number of oil and gas drilling rigs operating in the U.S. has plummeted by 70% over the last year, falling to a record low since World War II. At least 14 oil and gas companies have declared bankruptcy since March. The casualties include, last week, Chesapeake Energy, a once high-flying but heavily indebted pioneer of hydraulic fracturing and horizontal drilling. Oil and gas is a famously boom-and-bust industry. But Andrew Lepeau, a Houston-based energy analyst, said that the coronavirus could cause permanent shifts in American working and transportation habits that could impose long-term harm on the fossil fuel industry. One thing that we've seen with this virus is the ability of companies to allow a significant part of their workforce to telecommute and work from home. And of course, that I expect to continue going into the future, which means there's going to be less demand for gasoline. The burning of less oil and gas means less smog and greenhouse gas pollution. Renewable energy, such as solar and wind, has been performing better during the COVID recession because it generally powers electricity production, not transportation. And even people working at home need to plug in their air conditioners and laptops. While oil companies are laying off thousands of workers, in Western Maryland last month, the Public Service Commission approved the construction of a 17-turbine wind farm to generate electricity atop Dan's Mountain. Mike Tidwell is director of the Chesapeake Climate Action Network. The Dan's Mountain Wind Project in Allegheny County in Western Maryland is a 70-megawatt wind farm that will produce clean, renewable energy for the people of Western Maryland for decades to come. It is a project actually being built on previously strip-mined mountain ridge area for coal. In contrast, this past weekend, the Virginia-based Dominion Power Company announced it was abandoning plans to build a 600-mile Atlantic Coast natural gas pipeline. And on Tuesday, a federal judge ordered the shutdown of the Dakota Access Oil Pipeline across the upper Midwest. But despite the bankruptcies and project setbacks, it would be unwise to think the oil and gas industry is dead, analysts warn. Many of the drilling sites now closing are likely to roar to life once again in a year or two, said Matt Kelso, data manager with Frack Tracker. Most of these wells are being shut in with the intention of opening them up again later. So it's not like these wells are going away or, and they're certainly not being permanently plugged. Ed Crooks is vice chairman of the energy research firm Wood Mackenzie. Some of the trends affecting energy demand could head in different directions. So, for instance, quite possible there is going to be more telecommuting, fewer people going into the office. There might also be a big shift away from mass transit, people um, stopping using public transport because of the fear of infection. There might also be a move out from the cities into the suburbs, people wanting more space. And, of course, what that means is people are more likely to own cars and they will drive cars more. In that case, the coronavirus, and more precisely, social distancing, could prove to be a fatal disease for cities like Baltimore, Washington, and Philadelphia, as more residents avoid human contact in the city and flee to the isolation of the suburbs. And that, in and of itself, would be an environmental catastrophe 
the opposite of smart growth. With the environment in focus, I'm Tom Pelton of the Environmental Integrity Project, author of The Chesapeake in Focus. This program is sponsored by the Abel Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own.